Welcome to High Hungry, I'm Dad. and welcome to Hi Hungry, I'm Dad, the podcast where nerdy dads talk nerdy fads. I am your host, Jared, and I'm here with... I'm Nathan. Nathan, what's your one quick thing this week? Oh, you're just jumping right into it. Fuck yes, you let's don't wanna, do it. You don't want to like fuck around a little bit? I mean, what would we fuck around I don't know. Like, I don't know. Just, I don't, Build I, me this playset that you want to play on. Okay. It's made of wood with lots of splinters. Oh, that sounds terrible. And all you're wearing is spandex, so it all catches on the splinters. Okay. Why would you do this to me? I don't know. Like, is the spandex just a Speedo? No, I mean, it's full body. Okay. So more like a wetsuit almost? Yeah, but it's spandex, not neoprene. Yeah. Okay. So why would we go and play on this playground in spandex? Because it's got a badass slide in dope monkey bars. <laughs> it has a wooden slide. <laughs> but it's badass. What what makes this slide so badass? Is it that it's like a a 45 degree slide? Yeah. And it's like 30 feet tall? Yeah. It, that does it, sound pretty fun. And it scoops up at the end, so you get air at the end instead of just being dumped straight in the dirt. Oh, fuck. And then what do you fall into? Marshmallows. <laughs> I'm, I don't know why, but I almost said nipples. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nipples. Mm. I was like, nipples. Now I can't think of anything else. But nipples. Uh, so the baby bottle nipples. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, those kind of nipples. They're yeah. real soft. They are. And when you land on them, milk come out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, can we do one quick thing now? Yes. Okay, so what is yours? My one quick thing is uh, the other night I went and saw my friend Ricky's band play and we have been friends since like high school, learned to play music together. Um, we used to gig together back in the day. And his band is called The Wild Feathers. And I love their music and you should love their music because they've got a like a Nashville Southern rock sound and they're very fun live. Do they have any uh, any singles out or anything or is it just like a local uh, band? Or So they have a single out called The Ceiling. And they have played uh, the the talk show circuit. Like they're they're a national act. Okay. Um, like when they come to town, they play larger venues, but they don't play like Revention. You know, they're not that big yet, and they've got a pretty good following uh, here in Texas and Tennessee. And um, yeah, they're they're super fun, super fun music. I got nothing else to say about them. <laughs> then don't say anything else. So, Jared, what's your one quick thing? My one quick thing is the picture of the black hole that we now have, thanks to Dr. Katie Bowman and the research team that built the algorithm to actually take this photo. It's pretty impressive, in all honesty. And I think it's cool. Yeah, definitely. I mean, now, with that being said, Dr. Bowman is obviously not the only person who has worked on this. Yeah, she had a team of people. Yeah, but there was she a was huge the team around the world. Like, this was an international group that got together that used several different radars yeah. to take this photograph. This is very cool. Uh, I think in 2017, maybe. I can't remember exactly the year, but around that time frame, a couple years ago, uh, she had a TED Talk, and she was basically telling everyone hey this is how we could do it and now they did so nice. it's really cool so yay yay katie <laughs> developments you get it because pictures yeah but it well what it sounds like to me is like candy that looks like you know like they're little mints but they're in the shape of like film in, in the shape of devils 
Yeah, because when you go to the Bible bookstore, they have a they have a mint called Testaments, <laughs> and they have little crosses on them. Of course they do. <laughs> Testaments. <laughs> All right. So Nathan, uh, we this week we don't have like a Facebook thread that we did. So we're not going to do that this week. And like we said before, it's not going to be an every week thing. But once we do have them, we will do them. So just plan on those coming again. But let's go ahead and get into probably your favorite segment of all time. It's time for Shower Thoughts. You love it. Beady pong. So the first one comes in from tooth underscore pick. And the, the tooth is... 2th underscore pick. I hate it. I hate it. I hate. I hate it. <laughs> Already, you hate it. Mm, this is a bad one. Wait, wait. I'm gonna make a prediction. I'm okay. gonna do. I'm gonna do the the old Johnny Carson thing. Okay. I'm holding the envelope to my head. Mm-hmm. Uh. Nathan's gonna say, "Yeah." <laughs> okay. Right. Let's go. Expensive paintings are basically just trading cards for the rich. Yeah. congratulations you predicted it i'm a mind reader or psychic that's the word i was looking for was psychic (laughs) yeah you could you could say that to a certain degree i think that there are rich people who collect other things though oh yeah for sure but then then again i guess people collect different things so it would do you, okay. I know I do. No, I just came up with a whole scenario in my head mm-hmm. of where old and rich people are sitting around playing Pokemon with paintings. <laughs> okay. Like they lay them on the floor. Yeah. They put their playmat out and they're like, okay, I've got this Picasso. Yeah. It's a, it's a big table. <laughs> I play my Picasso. I play I play. Picasso's man, man with guitar from his blue period. It's, it's a four five, <laughs> and, uh, it, and it swings to attack. It has haste. Uh, Edward Munch's the scream uses uh, sonic boom. <laughs> <laughs> what would be some special abilities for like famous paintings well uh man with guitar would definitely cast sleep because he's a bard okay uh edvard munch's the scream would definitely be doing uh would definitely do some sort of sonic damage oh yeah for sure um what about starry night i was just about to go van gogh uh yeah van gogh Really, anything by Van Gogh would cause madness. <laughs> I like it. And loss of hearing on one side. Yes, only on the one side. Though. Yeah. Um, uh, if you if you oh if you could get other art in it though if you used like Michelangelo's David, then it would cast small penis. It would it would cast small penis. Yeah, it would make the other person have a small penis. Okay. Whether whether they're a boy or a girl. Or whatever gender, <laughs> they just suddenly have a small penis. Just all of a sudden. Yeah, it doesn't that have would to be, be terrifying. It doesn't have to be in the traditional place that a penis would be <laughs> on the nose. It could be just middle of the forehead. <laughs> They're a real fucked up unicorn. <laughs> Always got to wear hats, or else you're gonna flash the tiny penis. That's right. We he, can't have that. The TP. That's what we call him. That's his nickname, <laughs> or her nickname, or their nickname. There's. TP. All right. The second one comes from. Polly will crack. Exercising is basically hurting yourself until you build up an immunity to hurting yourself. Yeah, but you don't build up an immunity to hurting yourself. No, you don't. You continue to hurt yourself. You do. And it's not But I think I think that it hurts a little less. So maybe that's where they're going with it. Yeah, and then you got to use more weight or do run longer distances to mm-hmm. hurt yourself. It's like building up a tolerance to drugs or alcohol. The more frequently you do it, the, the more, better you get at it. Yeah, the better you get at it so you can do more. How about this one? Yeah, give me another one. This one comes from... Somebody with crack in their name. No. Semistro. Crack. If Google Voice taught children how to speak, they would grow up with weird accents. 
I mean, it depends on what kind of accent you have your Google Voice talking. Yeah, but I mean, either way, it's still, I don't want to say mechanical, but it's it's just not 100% accurate. Also, people pick up their accents and patterns of speech from society that they live in. Uh, but a lot of that comes from parents and siblings and people in well, the family. Well, yeah, I mean, you get me around my family and I, you know, a couple of drinks down and I, the Midwest comes out. Yeah. No, it's come out around me too. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Do you have another one? I don't. Here's a little game we can play that I was playing on Twitter earlier. Okay. If D&D had Yahoo Answers, what would the questions sound like? What would the question sound like? Yeah. If it was, yeah, think of a question. I'll give you an example. If rangers are good hunters, then why do the orcs eat pizza at my house? I mean, that's just a nonsensical question. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Yahoo Answers. I mean, fair. But I feel like Yahoo Answers a lot of the time has real questions, but asked up in like fucked up ways. Yeah. If Dragonborn is girl, then how girl get pregnant? <laughs> You're going to go with the pregnant ones. Yeah. Okay. Pregante. Uh, Pregante. Uh, you know, I mean, again, it's, it's more nonsensical. Uh, That's not nonsensical. It, it kind of is, though. Because no, but how would they get pregante? Because they're female. With like female, maybe body they parts just lay in organs. No, I, I think if it's if it's a humanoid creature, it would probably be very similar to humanoid. No, but like a reproductive systems. No, dragonborn are lizard people, but they're still humanoid. They're cold blooded. I think that they lay eggs. I want someone to come up to us at Comic Palooza and give us the answer to this. I mean, we probably know several people who could probably answer this for us. Yeah, but I want people to come tell us at Comic Palooza. Okay, fair enough. I don't want you to come up and tell me how wrong I am about my comics choices <laughs> and like things that I say that are inaccurate. It's what I believe. That's Just my let them believe. Just let me believe it. Yeah. But I do want you to come up to me and tell me whether or not Dragonborns lay eggs. I mean, they could. It's not impossible, I guess. First person to tell me if Dragonborns lay eggs gets a free sticker. Okay, how about this one? Hit me. If you're a bard, do you have to be good with music? Or can you just be like a novice who is trying his best? <laughs> like, like you've only, you, you took a couple of lessons and you were like, I got this and went <laughs> yeah. out on the road. Yeah, exactly. You're like, nah, fuck it. I'm good. Nah. I'm taking this shit out on the road. <laughs> I'm going to go play the street. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to take my bucket and my drumsticks and go sit in the subway. <laughs> Cast sleep on everybody. Like, I mean, think about it. If you start out like level one bard and you're just a novice and you're teaching yourself how to play music and then all of a sudden you're like level nine and then you're a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> Could just, just kind of attacking onto that. Does a bard have to play some sort of melodic instrument? You know, like a like. I mean, they're always playing like lutes and violins and flutes and stuff. Mm -hmm. Could they play a tambourine or the cowbell? Finger cymbals, <laughs> the triangle. <laughs> Just the image of a bard playing the finger cymbals <laughs> is so good to me right now. Mm -hmm. And then belly dancing at the same time. Yeah, um, that'd be fun. The uh, the washboard, or what about what about the sticks? Just the sticks. Yeah, just the sticks. Yeah, those, no hit sticks or hot sticks. What was it? I can't remember what they are, but like they they're the, ribbed on, and you can like slide them or you can bang them. Oh, th that has a name, and I can't think of it right now. Claves. Okay, that's not that. Claves are just two sticks that you hit together. <laughs> literally two sticks you hit together and it makes a high-pitched noise wood block could you make your own instrument if you had to make your own instrument what if, what, what about, would it be what about like the the comb and wax paper oh yeah that's definitely good <laughs> that's a that's a poor man's kazoo <laughs> yeah or just the kazoo like 
Could you just play the kazoo around town? Oh, yeah, definitely. Didgeridoo. (laughs) (laughs) Could you use a rainmaker? Yeah, the rain stick? Yeah. This is is a little song that I came up with just now. (laughs) (laughs) Immediately cast sleep. (laughs) What if you had like a soundboard where you sampled other other sounds and you just played that? Like when you're carrying monitors with you and you're just pushing buttons. You got you got like one of those little like Fender amps that's battery powered (laughs) on your hip, and you push a Casio keyboard and you put you 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 program it to make different noises for each key. And when you heal somebody, you just play. You know, like the ba 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 from Zelda <laughs> <laughs> when he opens the chest. Nice. Yeah, th- that would be awesome. Oh my god, that would totally be. Uh, oh, what's the guy's name that does th- that? Like beatboxes into, and then it's not Ron Funches. Uh, Reggie Watts. Yeah, Reggie Watts. Yeah, yeah, we did yeah. it. <laughs> let me let me throw this one on you. Could a bard just go around snapping his fingers? Beatboxing. Beatboxing would be fun. He's very think, good with hand about, claps. Think about just snapping your fingers he's and got, making a beat. He's got some old dried beans in a tin can. <laughs> you know what? That comes in handy because if a dog attacks, you can just shake it. He shakes it and they yeah. get scared. Yeah. And then runs no, away. No more blink dogs. Yeah. No no Cerebus. Man, that, that might actually work. Yeah, I'm going to do that (laughs) in a game at some point. I'm sure you will. He's got a pot and a wooden spoon. How about this? How about an acoustic guitar, but you don't actually play it like a guitar. You play it like a drum. You fart in the sound hole. (laughs) (laughs) And it just just vibrates. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's like... Ellen Page, her character in the Umbrella Academy. I got the picture of Ellen Page just farting into an acoustic guitar. Yeah, I mean, all all she needs is like sound or vibrations, and then she takes it and she turns it into power. Yeah, like yo, she could like knock down a building with a fart. That's something I've never done. I've cleared a building. I've cleared a room. Not yeah, a building. definitely cleared a room. I've definitely cleared a room. But could you imagine farting, like me having those powers? And I just. Oh, thank you. I rip it so big that the couch collapses. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I have seen that. No, it hasn't collapsed. It's just, <laughs> it sinks in more. You farted and then it just fell. <laughs> yeah. I don't have the skill level that my mom has when she stands up and it sucks her fart in. <laughs> but you, you have been getting better, is what you've told me. Yeah, I've been working on it. I'm getting better at doing it in the bed. So it just soaks up into the mattress? Yeah, memory foam. (laughs) (laughs) The bad part about memory foam is that when I get in the bed, the bed is angry with me because it remembers. Well, and then it just spits it right back at you. Yeah, it spits it at at me like one of those dinosaurs from Jurassic Park. (laughs) Memory foam members. Yeah, memory foam. Foam park. <laughs> what? <laughs> Memory foam park? Yeah, that's a uh, that's the new J.J. Uh, Abrams, uh, Michael Crichton book movie. Okay, it's a web series. It's one. It's only one episode. Okay, it's like thirty seconds. Not even an episode. It's not really. I mean, you could consider that an episode, but it's not. It's just. It's. <laughs> It's just Adam Sandler farting on a snare drum. (laughs) Let's take a quick time out. Hi, I'm Dave, geek of Eternia and guardian of the secrets of Castle Grayskull. I am Sarah, his fearful friend. Fabulous secret powers were revealed to us the day we held aloft our microphones and said, By the podcast of Grayskull! Together we defend Castle Grayskull. From the evil forces of Skeletor. 
Okay, so the main topic that we have tonight is something that's been going on uh, since this past Saturday. This is a D&D trending topic, and it's hashtag D&D selfie. So yes. Saturday Night Live did a bit where they had three guys who were like the stereotypical RPG nerdy type guys that, you know, it, it's... The old stereotype. Yeah, it's, like glasses, pocket yeah, protector. Glasses, pocket protector. Pants too high. Yeah, and extremely like weird in social situations and like they, have, they have don't, the nerdy voices and when they don't know the difference between reality and fantasy and they're walking around talking in D and D speech or whatever. Yeah. But that's not even how people play D and D now. No, it's not. With these and thous and shit like that. Yeah. I mean, most people who play D&D usually use modern speech. But, they'll, you know, a lot of us will do character voices. Yeah, we will. Because it's fun. Yeah. It's fun to be somebody else. Yeah, from time to time. Like, you know, it's, it's role-playing. That's what role-playing is. You're pretending to be someone else. You're pretending to be a character whose story you get to write. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, I think we do a good job on the mundane and the arcane, uh, on building our characters. Yeah. We do so much backstory work, y'all, you don't even know. Yeah, you have no idea. Well, I'm sure you probably do. I mean, you I probably... spend like a whole hour on it. <laughs> One whole hour. I come up with backstories real easily. I don't know how D&D specifically got roped into this because it seemed like the Saturday Night Live bit was more geared towards LARPing than it was D&D. Uh, but it's still role-playing. It is role-playing, yes, I know. But somebody, I can't remember the guy's name, and I should have done a little bit more research into who started the actual hashtag D&D selfie. Uh, I have that somewhere. Yeah, I, I'm sure I could probably pull it up real quick, but uh, they just wanted to go out and say, hey, look, you know, these old stereotypes are not true. There's a lot of people who are not like this, who are playing these games, who are in, you know, the RPG world. They just, I don't know, man, It it's frustrating. Yeah, it's it's frustrating because... You know, as as we're growing as a society, it's not okay to make fun of people because of their sexual orientation. It's not okay to make fun of people because of their race. It's not okay to make fun of people. And, and these are all good things that we are going toward is, hey, people are people. Humans are humans. Yeah, period. they like what they like. People like what they like. They are who they, they are. They are who they are. But it's still okay to make fun of nerds. In a very, like, 1980s movie kind of way. Which is weird because more and more people are identifying themselves as nerds. Yeah. And I so definitely it, identify myself as a nerd. Oh, yeah, me too. I geek out about stuff all the time, and there's some certain things that I get super into. I would say the vast majority of our listeners probably do as well. Yeah. We're, we should form a union. So that we can get paid accordingly. <laughs> yeah. Like we've created this culture of of being a nerd and, and embracing these things that have always been viewed as being nerdy, and and nerd has always had a negative connotation. Yeah. But what we've done is we've we've owned that word and we've made it our word. Yeah, and it I mean it's it doesn't have any like real definition. Yeah. I mean you can be nerdy about a lot of shit. We had a conversation earlier. Well, I don't think it was you. I think I had this with Nick, uh, one of our, our friends, and we were saying co-host that... Co-host on the Spoop Squad. Yeah, co-host on the Spoop Squad. We were saying, like, Tom Brady is, like, a huge nerd because he all he does is studies. He locks, his, he locks himself away for, like, two days and just studies his opponent. Yeah. I mean... And that's... I mean, he's, he's a nerd for football. Yeah. It's that people have taken just the word nerd and they're not applying it correctly any, you know, it's never been applied correctly. It's been applied to like these certain people. But when you're passionate about, I mean, it could be anything like I love fantasy football. I fucking love I've, I've been talking about fantasy football this entire offseason. I've been jacked about the draft. I've been jacked like 
all of this stuff I'm so excited about because it affects fantasy football for next year. And I only get to play fantasy football for what, like three months, four months? Yeah. But I think about this game all year. And football itself is a jock sport, you know, or a jock sport. It's a jock thing. But I'm a nerd because I'm into this other thing that has to do with statistics and stuff. I mean, I love the game itself, but I, I love this other aspect of it where I'm involved. Right. You, it gives you skin in the game to, well, as a reason my, to watch the games. Yeah, I, I've built my own team, and I'm the manager of that team. And, you know, it, it whether each player performs or doesn't perform depends on whether or not I'm going to play them next week or what their matchup is. I'm the manager of the team. And so it, it gets me more involved with it. And in the same way, if you look at D&D, playing D&D is different from just reading a fantasy novel or watching Lord of the Rings or anything like that. What it does is it takes you, the reader, and puts you in the story. Because how many times has somebody, has somebody watched something that was fantasy and been like, dude, that would be dope to be there? Well, you can Go play D&D. If you've got a good enough DM, you'll have exciting moments and funny moments and emotional moments. I mean, I have, and Nick can tell you this, because Nick DMs one of the games that I play in, and our friend Matt, who's the DM on uh, the Monday in the Arcane, has DM'd for me in a game outside of uh, podcasts. And there have been times when I, I'll, I am so in the character and I'm so in the moment that I'll stand up out of my chair and give some sort of speech and there will be tears in my eyes. Yeah, remember that time on the first campaign that we were doing for Tomata that you were like really getting amped up and really getting emotional and then I just cut you off? Yeah, I'm still <laughs> mad at you about that. I know. Because it was, it was such a powerful it. moment. I know you loved it. <laughs> I'm still mad at you about that because it was such a... It was, it was going to be a really great moment, and it ended up being a turd. Oh, no, it didn't. It did to me. It never got released, <laughs> so we don't have anyone else's opinion. We have my opinion, and that's all that matters. Your opinion. <laughs> your opinion is whether or not your character was funny. I mean, he was. So point proven. You're welcome. Mm. Uh, I think that this campaign is something that needs to happen, but I think that it needs to be more than just D&D selfie. I think it needs to be just... All around, like, hey, nerd selfie. Yeah. This is this is who we are. This is what we do. This is what we like. That's a super it's powerful not, movement. And we yeah. can we can take this and build a platform. Yes. You, you want to end bullying? This is a huge step. I think it would be. I think it's I think it brings nothing but positivity to show that, hey, you know, people who are cooler than you would think they would be or into this stuff. Yeah. Well, like Vin Diesel plays D and D he does. And it's great. And he's good at it. He is so good. I mean, you know, I mean, it's not just guys like Will Wheaton and, you know, uh, Matt Mercer, you know, you don't just look like there are legit, like super cool ass dudes that play D and D that you would not expect to because they were a jock or they are action stars or, you know, they do karate. I don't know. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like. I like that I lumped I, in karate as the <laughs> mark of someone who's cool. Yeah. That's how much of a nerd I am. Is that somebody I'm who can I'm 42 do- and I take karate. I've got my yellow belt. <laughs> I th- yeah, I got my brown belt, girl. But you know what? With that being said, fuck it. If you're 42 and you have your yellow belt, fucking good on you. Yeah, hell yeah. You could whoop my ass. Yeah. <laughs> Come at me. If somebody tried to fight me right now, I would just try to scratch them. I would I would turn into Bobby Hill and scream, that's my purse. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, with TV shows and stuff like this, with, with popular culture the way it is, like, think about Big Bang Theory, right? What, and... What kills me about Big Bang Theory is that we, as the actual nerd culture, we hate that show. Yeah. Because it it, mis, it misinforms the rest of the world about what nerds are actually like and what it actually means to be a nerd. They tell you that one of their that one of the criteria to being a nerd is to have a mental illness. 
Yeah, and that's not true at all. And it's not true, and that's fucked up yeah. because it makes people look down on people with mental illness. It does. And that's super fucked up. I mean, you've got a guy who's depressed. You have a guy who is uh, on the spectrum of autism. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have... A guy that won't talk to women. He he literally cannot talk to women, and that's a joking point? Yeah. I mean, that's fucked up. You've got a guy who is has a, a much larger ego that he portrays because he's trying to hide who he really is because he's ashamed of himself. Yeah. I mean, and they take this and they and they make fun of these people. And that's, that is fucked up to me. And, you know, I like, I know people who love the show and they're like, Oh, it's so funny. I think I've probably laughed at the show like three times. I stopped watching the show a very long time ago because at first I was like, Oh, this is championing as this is, you know, championing nerds. This is giving us our due. They're going to make us cool. They're going to, you know, show other but people that we are people. No, what they do is they beat us down for being who we are and for liking the things we like. Right. And they further stereotypes by having a cool guy come in and that's the cool guy and and all of and all of the cast they they're like oh that guy's so cool i want to be like him no you fucking don't no you don't you want to be you you yeah. don't want to be fucking jerry brushing his hair in the corner <laughs> sorry i just pulled the name out of my out of my no house. i was looking i was trying to find jerry where is this jerry <laughs> <laughs> you're you're jerry oh yeah i'm jerry <laughs> you're jerry it's funny because you're bald but you have a beard i do but you know they, and it's glorious. But I I hate that show so much because of the harm that it has done. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way about like Revenge of the Nerds and stuff like that as well. Revenge of the Nerds is very harmful. Yeah, it's still harmful. Oh yeah, in a sense of oh no, these are the nerdy guys. These are the guys who were supposed to bully. Yeah, and it, I mean, it's I like know. oh no. The, Nerds get bullied. That's just the way of the world. Yeah. That's fucked up. That's not how life should be. It's it's on them to pull themselves out of that. Yeah, no, it's not. No, it's not. It's it's on the it's stuff society. Like, like she's not, all that is yeah. another example. There was nothing wrong with Rachel Lee Cook. All you did was take off her glasses and and you know then she became cool. No, she was hot the way she was, and she was and she was an artist. Yeah, and she did something and she did something incredible, and she was intelligent. Um, 10 Things I Hate About You. Same thing. Same thing. Same premise. Well, no, it's a different premise, but same idea of like, you know, people are only cool because of who they date. And mm-hmm. I mean, everybody was afraid of Heath Ledger's character in that movie, but he ended up being this very sweet guy who moved from Australia to take care of his grandfather who was dying or was very sick. I mean, it's, there these misconceptions that people have based off of looks and they build stereotypes and on the tomato facebook we've had this very like long discussion and we've had to like delete comments from people because people came in and they were like well they're just snowflakes well that is the exact idea that that is the exact thought that is wrong with society yeah is to go oh this hurts your feelings, so you're weak, and that's wrong. And, and the thing is, is it's not that it hurt our feelings. Yeah, but that's how they take it. But that's how they take it. Yeah, and because for us, it's oh no, you are misrepresenting me. You're you're misrepresenting, and you're just adding nothing but negativity. And that's yeah. Why why continue to add negativity? There's no reason for it. There is no reason for it, and that's. What's frustrating about it is that no matter how many times we hear like, oh, no, you know, you should treat people the way that you want to be treated, which is the golden rule that I've heard since I was in fucking kindergarten. Yeah. And people still don't fucking get it. I don't know. But I mean, getting back to the the Twitter portion of this, you know, go and look at all the selfies that have been taken under the D&D selfie hashtag awesome. it's awesome because it's it's truly diverse yeah and it's it's totally overwhelming the response this has gotten because you have such a broad range of people how people just how they look or what you would expect from them 
a lot of these people you you wouldn't look at and go, oh, I bet that guy plays D and D. Yeah, no, I bet you that wouldn't. guy's a nerd. You know, and that's a lot of the people that I see that you would not think play D and D play D and D. Yeah, like I remember when I wanted to start playing D and D, and I just mentioned it briefly to like a handful of people and then you and had like 30 people surround you and start talking D and with you next thing i knew i'm playing in like four or five different games with four or five different groups yeah almost completely different groups and it's just and a lot of people were like man you want to play we would love to have you play yeah like D D is about being inclusive it's about building a party and you work together as a group to solve a problem and that's incredible. The things that you actually learn from playing D&D help you in the real world. Whereas, you know, being Biff and, you know, ribbing <laughs> on something, you know, giving somebody noogies in the hallway because right. they wear glasses. That doesn't that's not a life skill. That guy's going nowhere. You know what happens to Biff? He ends up washing George's car. Yeah. Works for George. He's his assistant. Yeah, because fuck Biff. <laughs> yeah, because fuck Biff. You know, and I do want to say this. We're talking a lot about D&D, which is great. That's that's what we're into. But there are a lot of things. I mentioned LARPing earlier. Yeah, LARPing and, is dope. I want to do that so bad. You know, I, I don't honestly have any interest, but fucking let people like things. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's the motto of our show. Just let people like things. Yeah. And, and it, if if you want to go out into a park or into you know, wherever and go with friends and actively like live role play. Fucking do it. Yeah. Do it. And be you know you. what? Don't be a fucking asshole and mock those people. Yeah. Because here's the thing. If you walk up to a group of people who are LARPing, they all have weapons. Yeah. They're foam, but you get beat enough with foam. It will hurt. How would you and like you know to know somebody's going to have their camera on? How you? would you like to show up in the locker room on Monday morning having gotten your ass beat by a bunch of quote unquote nerds? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not like they can't just take the foam off and beat you with the hard stuff underneath, the hard yeah. plastic and the PVC pipes underneath. Mm-hmm. I want to you know what? I wanna also, I bet there's some people out there who would just beat the shit out of you with their fists. <laughs> yeah, I want to I want to LARP like with Monster Hunter World. Like okay. have have like a one of those giant swords. Yeah. How dope would that be? That would be super fun. That would be pretty fun. I will admit that does sound pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, and then like you'd have some people on the other side of the field, and they're like monsters, and they're dinosaurs. <laughs> they're dinosaurs or whatever, and then you're running up, and you're. I mean, yeah, nobody's going to be able to do the insect glaive, but no, I mean. And and then when you trap them, you just shoot them with a taser gun. <laughs> I've been playing. I've been replaying uh, Monster Hunter World recently, and that's why it's on my mind. Yeah, because that game is fun as hell. I haven't played it in a while, but it was pretty fun whenever I was playing. So I mean, to to close out this main topic, I think that first yeah, off, we've been a little a little aggressive about it. <laughs> yeah, and maybe we're a little defensive about it too. I mean, we we are. For good reason. Yeah, good reason. Uh, but, I mean, at the same time, look, if if D&D and RPGs and LARPing isn't your thing and you love football and you love fucking movies and you love or ballet stuff. Yeah, if you like ballet or you like whatever, you know, in, insert thing what that, you like yeah. here. Insert passion here. Yeah, insert passion here and just go with it. And you know what? If you're outside of that passion, don't fucking make fun of people that yeah. do like that let other people be into other stuff i think that we want to close it out by definitely go on to twitter if you have it and use hashtag dnd selfie and post a selfie i know yeah. our friend stacy has done it she's on the mundane and the arcane with us uh i have not done it yet but i'm going to nathan have you done it yet not yet. I was going to, but I was at work, and I didn't want to take a picture <laughs> in the kitchen. That's fair. But, you know, bottom line, you yourself sitting right there listening. You're in your car. You've got your headphones in. Wherever you are listening to this, you are special. You are a unique person, and you have every right to be who you are. 100%. Hey, Nathan. Yeah. You need some advice? Yeah. (laughs) 
Okay, so this one comes from Uncle Dr. Mr. Buster at <laughs> at Black Genie 3. I almost spit my drink out. <laughs> that was so good. That is one of the best fucking Twitter handles I've ever heard. Yeah. I have a dilemma. Borderlands 3 releases on the same day as my girlfriend's birthday. I mean, she'll have more birthdays, right? Hashtag need advice. Hashtag help. <laughs> You're making the right choice. Invite her over and play it with her. Get her involved. Yeah, get her involved in some way. How do we get her involved? Uh, make her cosplay as someone from Borderlands. And then it, it works its way into the bedroom where you keep your big guns. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> like when you say big guns, I think like big black dildos. <laughs> yeah. No, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like that that one that's like three feet long. Oh. Like, and like in like eighteen <laughs> scares inches. Scares the wide. shit out of me. Yeah. That's that's a weapon. That's that a, is a weapon. That is a bazooka. It's a flapjack. <laughs> it's a flapjack. <laughs> it's a it's a hooter bazooka. <laughs> It's a bahooka. No, that's... I just said hookah. That's the thing you Yeah, hookah, hookahs are things. Those are things that you smoke shisha out Those of. are real things. Okay, so this is your situation. Borderlands 3 comes out the same day as your girlfriend's birthday. Nathan, what do you do specifically? Okay, so game drops at midnight, right? Mm-hmm. I will play from midnight until like 6 a.m. And then I will sleep... Wake up, shower, play for like two more hours, and then I'll go pick her up and take her to dinner and celebrate her birthday. Okay. So get your game time in before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You get you get your play time in before you got to do your work, and then you go do your work, and then you come home, and you, you know, maybe, maybe if you're jonesing, you'll go, mmm, I don't feel good. My tummy hurts. <laughs> My tum tum hurts. Tum tum rumble. Tum tum. Tum tum hurt. I mean, booty squirt. Gross. <laughs> That's going on a t shirt. <laughs> Is it though? When tum tum hurt, that mean booty squirt. Uh, yeah. No thanks. Yeah, it, but it's so catchy. <laughs> That's why you hate it. It's like Old Town Road. <laughs> It's catchy, but it means nothing, and so you hate it. But it's super catchy. Everyone's going to love it. Fuck that song. <laughs> Have you heard the original before Billy Ray Cyrus got on it? No, I didn't. It's terrible. I'm sure it it's probably is. It's absolutely terrible. Yeah. Billy, Billy Ray Cyrus. It's trap country. <laughs> yeah, but Billy Ray Cyrus sounds incredible on it. Also, Young Thug is trap country. Yeah. No, I know. He's awesome. Okay. Don't care. All right. Uh, I guess my thing is make girlfriend happy. That's my first like reaction. No, no, no. Make girlfriend happy because she's a person, and yeah. you, and you and you want her to feel loved and valued, right? Or else you won't have girlfriend. Yeah, but when she's not a when she's not around and you don't have to give her attention, then play video game. Yeah, play that Borderlands three. Yeah, make How? time for both. Wait, when did Borderlands 3 come out? It hasn't come out yet. Oh, it hasn't? Okay. Yeah. I was thinking of 2 then. I was like, how yeah. how old is this tweet? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. You have, look, it's, it's about time management. Okay, so just to let everybody know, Borderlands 3 comes out September 13th, 2019. Uh, yeah, so you have some time. I mean, maybe you won't have girlfriend by then. Yeah, that's that's true. Break up with her before, <laughs> and then call break her, up with her for a week, and then call her back and go, "Hey, you know, it was such a mistake. I'm so sorry." And then maybe she's she no longer play, available. Maybe she wants to play the game too, though. Buy her the game for her maybe. birthday and get her to play with you at her house on her Xbox. <laughs> get her an Xbox if she doesn't have one. Get her an Xbox. Get her the Borderlands package, and y'all play together. There you go. Okay, here's mine. Here's my first one. Are you ready for this? Mm -hmm. This is from Court at Courtney Kirk 22. I am so hungry, but have not stopped eating. Hashtag help. Hashtag need advice. 
I am so hungry, but have not stopped eating. I think you're following the right path. If you're hungry, you should not stop eating. I'm dad. I was hoping you would make that joke. <laughs> Look, here's the deal. Food in mouth goes down into into tum-tum, and then you get receptors that tell you that you're you're done eating, right? But what if you got a tapeworm? It's an alien tapeworm. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that's way more exciting, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Not just tapeworm, alien, alien tapeworm. tapeworm. <laughs> when it gets big enough... It doesn't burst out of your body though. It it eats your it swallows your spine slowly until it gets to the top and then it start it controls you like puppet masters. No. Here's what it does. Instead of growing into like your spine and taking over your body, it just grows and becomes you. <laughs> it Wait. just like controls your body. What about this? What about instead of becoming you and a part of your body and like like becoming your body, it just becomes a tail. It just goes out of your butthole and now you have a tail. <laughs> or after it reaches like a certain either age or size, it comes out of your body. Whichever way, I'm not going to say butthole. It's probably the butthole. butthole. But... Then it makes like a DNA copy of you and then goes around and like fucks with your entire life. Oh man, but it's a small, it's a slightly smaller version. Yeah, but only by like two inches. But in that way, only your hashtag real true friends will actually know it's you. <laughs> like, mm, Jimifer, you seem a little short today. <laughs> is oh. that you or is that like an alien tapeworm? I think that's an, I think you're an alien tapeworm, and then it goes. Ah! <laughs> you found my true identity. <laughs> yeah. What you need to do is uh, instead of continuing to eat, you need to once a day shove a cookie in your butt for one week. What? Yeah. Have you not heard this joke? No. So a man goes to the doctor. The doctor and he says, "Doctor, I can't stop eating." And the doctor says. Uh, okay, oh, it sounds like you probably have a tapeworm. And the guy says, okay, well, how do we get it out? And he says, okay, every day for one week, I want you to shove a cookie up your butt and then come back on the last you know, on the last day and we'll, we'll check the results. So the guy co- goes to the doctor and he comes back and he says, doctor, I shoved a cookie up my butt every day for one whole week and nothing's happened. This worm hasn't come out. And doctor says, okay, Turn around, drop your pants, and the doctor shoves an apple up the up the guy's butt, and and the tapeworm comes out, and he says, "Hey, where's my cookie?" <laughs> All right, <laughs> I hope that makes jokes. the cut. That's such a good joke. <laughs> yeah, jokes. I can't believe you've never heard that. Joke. I haven't heard that one before. No. <laughs> so, Court, you have an alien tapeworm. Yeah, it, that's the most logical thing that we can think of. Yeah. Better cut off your feet. You should go to the intergalactic doctor. Put cookies in your butt. <laughs> or don't. Who Space knows? cookies. Who Sp- fucking moon, knows? Moon pies. Because <laughs> it's an alien. Because it's an alien, yeah. <laughs> moon pies. That's what they eat in space. Star crunch. I <laughs> <laughs> chair, what's your next one? <laughs> My next one comes from AJ Johnston at Miss AJ Johnston. Help me. There's this guy who's around my building every now and then. We matched on Bumble a while ago. I messaged. He never replied. We expired. We matched on Tinder today and I haven't heard. He must like me if we match on two apps. What do I do? Wait for him? Hashtag need advice. Oh, no, you definitely got to say something. Confront him yeah, in the hallway. Confront him. He lives... Okay, just for clarification, he lives in the same building. No, he... Okay, so what it says is there's a guy who's around my building every now and then. Oh, okay. So every now and then there's a guy who happens to be in her general vicinity. I hope it's not a women's dorm. Because if yeah. he's in there, then he's doing <laughs> then other he's, things. Yeah, he's definitely he's, talking to other people on Tinder. And he's Bumble. got some extracurriculars <laughs> happening. Go talk to them. Yeah. I mean, if you recognize him 
from the app, chances are he's going to recognize you too. So just be like, hey, we match on these apps. And, you know, I saw you and or, I just thought I'd say hi. Yeah. Or if you're afraid to do that, just shoot him a message on, look, you matched on Bumble. Uh, Bumble requires you to take the first step. Yeah, and she did take the first step, and he just never replied. Oh. Well, then maybe... What if he's one of those people that just swipes right on everybody? <gasps> what if he's a bot? What if he's an alien <laughs> tapeworm? <laughs> he's, he's, he's an alien tapeworm clone. That's fair. He's two inches shorter. Look at his Bumble and his Tinder app information. If he says six feet and he's really like 5'10", you probably got a tapeworm on your That's hand. a tapeworm. Yeah. It's definitely a tapeworm. <laughs> if, it, if, his, if his profile says that his hair is sandy blonde, but really it's a, like a light brown in person, you got a tapeworm it's, on your hand. It's hands. more of a walnut. Yeah. <laughs> no, I really want to run with this because it's, it's turned into a Jeff Foxworthy. <laughs> <laughs> you might be a tapeworm if... Uh, the guy you like might be a tapeworm if he's got a tail. <laughs> Does he wear shoes? He has. If he's if he's not wearing shoes, then he's probably trying to spread his disease, and he's probably a tapeworm. Oh, that's how he gets his spores out. Mm-hmm. Ugh, laying eggs. Maybe he's just really shy. Maybe he's blind. Maybe he thinks you're a bot. No, hear me out. Maybe he's face blind. <laughs> face he, blind. Okay. Yeah, he can't. He can't discern between different people's faces until he can hear their voices are different. But he's when he sees a person, he sees their face. But it's just like a, everybody looks the same. So when he sees, whenever he sees you around your building, he's not actually seeing you. He's you need to actually go. Hey, you know, I'm so-and-so, and I like this and this, and I'm such-and-such feet tall. Um, INFP. Or ENFJ. ENFJ. Yeah, what, whatever your your yeah. Briggs-Myers is. And Myers-Briggs? Briggs-Myers-Briggs. Myers-Briggs. Who cares? It's all fake. Yeah, they're, they're both names. <laughs> they, they're both last names of people. <laughs> so what, what you do is you, you run through your profile, just recite your profile to him when you walk up to him so that he knows it's you. Okay, so I think definitely where we're going with this is approach him, right? Yeah, yeah, because he's face blind. What should be the opener? Definitely mention something from his profile. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that's how you're supposed to do it, right? Like, you're supposed to let people know that you actually read their information so you actually seem interested, right? Yeah, yeah, you walk up and you go, yeah, you do look like you're about 175. (laughs) Yeah, because it's always good to mention somebody's weight. Or are you mentioning their IQ? Yeah. that's Oh, that's a positive spin on that. Yeah. Yeah, you do look like you're 175. <laughs> well, you know, I have put on a little weight. I was talking about your brain. <laughs> that seems a little creepy. Now I think you're a tapeworm. <laughs> yeah, tapeworms love brains. Nom, 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 nom. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think that you just need to go and talk to him and not be so shy don't be bashful don't be because you're a beautiful woman and you deserve it yeah and bashful is the worst smurf yeah definitely nathan what's your next one uh my next one is ankitha nilavar at a nilavar i've lost my sanity at prez should i send out a mass email about it hashtag need advice yes Whenever I lose things, I start off by making a flyer where you can rip off the phone number off the bottom. Mm -hmm. And I go put it up at like the grocery store, the post office. Like if if you've really lost, if you've really lost your sanity, then emailing people who aren't around you all the time. I mean, they're your family and friends and coworkers and whoever. But like the people you really see on a daily basis are like your mailman and the people who live in your house. So you could just do it word of mouth, kind of grassroots effort at first. Yeah. And let it branch out itself. Yeah. And then you'll eventually find your sanity. Kickstarter. Indiegogo. 
I mean, same thing. Yeah, yeah. You don't you don't need to really go to ma- everybody hates mass text, mass emails. That's fair, but because everybody hates group text and mass emails, wouldn't you think that if you start this email campaign that people would be like, "Oh, I'm so sick and tired of hearing about this. I'm going to find this person's sanity." Or they'll just unsubscribe or block. But you have to make it so hard to unsubscribe. Like they have to go to a web page that takes them to another web page. And instead of having an unsubscribe button, it has like a list of things for your for your sanity newsletter. Yeah. That they can either. And, and so they have to choose like, OK, I want to I don't want emails about this, 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 this or this. I do want emails about this. And in those emails is where you slip it in. Put the unsubscribe in the terms and conditions. Nobody reads that shit. Yeah. And also, you end every email with a picture of the emotions from Inside Out. Pixar's Inside (laughs) Out. You have another one, Jared? My last one comes from Ryan Omega at Ryan Omgia. (laughs) I'm guy. How does one bless dice? Because six natural ones in a single game session... Ouch. Hashtag you, D&D, hashtag dice, hashtag blessing, hashtag dice jail, hashtag critical fail, hashtag need advice, hashtag natural ones, hashtag luck, hashtag ouch, hashtag bribe the dice, hashtag beg the dice, hashtag plead with the dice. Now you throw them away. Or you give them to someone else. Give them to the DM as a gift. Yeah. That's, that's what, what you, you do. do. Okay, so this is something that I do. Mm-hmm. I keep multiple sets of dice yeah. on the table and ready to go to action if and when I start rolling really bad with a certain set of dice. Fair. I usually don't want to do that just because, uh, you know, I've mentioned this several times. I have a particular dice set for particular characters. Yes. But I will go to one of my backup sets that hasn't been related to a character before that I can just use in that instance. So essentially I put them in dice jail, but I don't actually have like a little dice jail. I just put them away, lock them in a corner, and say, fuck you. (laughs) I'll rotate them because I've got like three sets that are always... I've got two dice trays. And in one, it has my dice in it, and the other one is the one I roll in. And so I will, like, keep one D20 in it, and that's the color dice that I'm using. And when I start rolling bad with that one, then I'll switch it out with one of the other colors. And what sucks is that my favorite dice are the -the glow-in-the-dark ones, and those are the ones that I typically do real bad with. Yeah, I'll have one real good game with them, and then I'll have a lot of bad ones. So here's one thing. Um, if if you're playing with cheaper dice, make sure that they're balanced right. Put them in uh, a cup of water. Put some salt in the water so that the dice floats and then spin it and then see how many times, like spin it like 10 times. See if it's coming up low every single time. If it is, it's probably unbalanced. And then I would just throw them away. And you burn them. Yeah. Burn them with fire. Or bury them. No, you don't bury them. Yeah, bury them. No, if you bury them, they'll come back. Well, don't bury them in Pet cemetery. It's Pet cemetery. <laughs> you don't bury them, they'll come back. Um, Do you imagine that? You bury your dice, and then you come back, and you sit down like, and they're next dirty week, on and the they're table. just sitting there with a little bit of dirt and crumbs mm-hmm. around them. Ugh. Ugh, nightmares. That'd be scary. I'm scared. <laughs> and then uh, Rick Grimes shows up, and he's like, Coral! Coral! I did it. You did. Because they're zombies. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Next thing. What are you talking about now? (laughs) Uh, I mean, that's that's my advice. Have have multiples on the table ready to go and just double check. Make sure they're not unbalanced. Yeah. And you can buy like a giant ass bag of dice for fairly cheap. You can. Didn't you get like a giant bag of dice, like 36 sets or something for like $10? Well, it was like 20 sets for like 30 bucks or something like that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's a really good deal. 
Because like you go to you know a game shop or something, a set of dice can be anywhere from like ten bucks, like could, seven bucks. Well, it can bucks. be anywhere from like four or five bucks to like twelve dollars. Yeah, and that's non-metal dice. Or yeah, that's not metal. I was about to say, or you can get the metal dice, which are really expensive. They start at about thirty-five dollars. Yeah. So, well, hey guys, thanks for listening. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Podchaser.com. We only grow because of you spreading the word. Join in on the conversation by searching High Hungry Podcast on all social media platforms and by contacting us at highhungrypodcast at gmail.com. Help us create a better show by donating to our Patreon at patreon.com slash highhungrypodcast. Doing so helps us stay free. Visit us and our network on our new website at forgeaudio.net to get the latest updates and find our merch store. You can also find our shirt designs on Amazon.com by searching High Hungry Podcast. Keep them nerdy. And don't forget your pants. Forge audio. Dream it. Build it. Share it.